0: Today I will explain to you why you should be thinking in terms of sites and not folders when migrating to SharePoint Online. Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator, frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. So again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 16 of SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I would like to explain to you why you should be thinking in terms of sites and not necessarily in terms of folders when you migrate from file shares or any other uh, system to SharePoint Online. When it comes to migrating from file shares or, again, any other application uh, where file the files are currently stored, SharePoint Online, the tendency is to migrate everything as is. However, if you do that, there are some severe consequences, and essentially what I would like to do today is explain to you the reasons why you should not be doing that and why you should be thinking in terms of sites when migrating to SharePoint Online. The first reason is not even technical. The first reason is more of a question. Why bother with SharePoint in the first place? If you're thinking of using SharePoint as a file share like you did in 1990s, maybe SharePoint is not the right application for you. SharePoint is not your typical file share, all right? It's not like Google Drive or Dropbox or Box. Uh, SharePoint is more than just files and folders. The whole idea behind SharePoint is that we have sites, many of them. Communication sites, team sites, all sorts of sites. And that's where the files and folders will ultimately reside. But again, at the end of the day, it's all about sites in SharePoint. And the reason we think in terms of sites in SharePoint is because sites give us uh, much more capability than just regular, you know, file shares would. The whole idea behind sites is that we have uh, other components, other widgets, um, you know, that you can utilize, um, you know, to, to manage your content, not just necessarily, folders so my question to you is if you're already paying for all this capability why not take advantage of this reason number two scalability i'm sure you heard about the 5000 item view limit issue i mentioned it a few times on my blog as well as my podcast already and this is definitely a technical limit you need to be aware about. What I see many organizations do is create a single site, a single library, and then migrate all the files and folders, essentially their whole network drive, their whole file share into this one poor document library. And that's where the problem starts. That's where the trouble starts. All right, it's because at the end of the day, this library will pretty much become unusable. Once you go above uh, a certain limit, um, the performance will suffer, some of the features will stop working, you definitely want to keep the size of your document libraries under control. And ironically, one of the ways to keep it under control is to think in terms of sites, not folders, right? Uh, The way you would mitigate this issue would be by creating multiple sites, many, many of them. And uh, on a given site, you might even create multiple document libraries to accommodate all your content. The bottom line is you would never migrate all the content to a single site, a single document library, Uh, That would uh, just be plain wrong. Reason number three, and something I already kind of mentioned, other web parts, other applications you have uh, on a SharePoint site. Document Library obviously happens to be one of the web parts, one of the apps uh, that you can use on a SharePoint site to store your files and folders, Uh, but you have so many more additional web parts to use. For example, maybe you have a site and you want to store non-document information. Maybe you want to create a custom list uh, to store uh, some rows and columns of information. Maybe you want to add some news and announcements uh, and um, use a news widget uh, web bar. Maybe you want to store some links. Uh, to some other content and maybe utilize the uh, hero web part or quick links web part so sky's the limit really but uh, the long story short the bottom line is you have all these different additional web parts you can use to your advantage uh, on a sharepoint site not to mention all the other applications we have um, you have actually to be precise uh, as part of your office 365 subscription when you have a team site, for example, right, you can have uh, teams attached uh, to the site, right? So you can chat and hold video calls with uh, your colleagues. Uh, you can manage tasks and Planner. You can um, manage events and Outlook. All and all of these applications would be connected to the site uh, via the Office uh, 365 uh, security group. So again, the long story short, it's more than just about files and folders. You can, uh, I'm sure, you have other types of contents. Um, in your organization, and uh, you can utilize the SharePoint site as well as just other applications to your advantage. And the last reason, reason number four I want to provide you with, cleaner security management. In the past, when you wanted to uh, secure a particular piece of content, right? you had all those different unique uh, security uh, permissions on a given uh, files or folders in your file share. Uh, While we can still do this in SharePoint, this is not considered the best practice anymore. In SharePoint, we manage security at the site level. It's a much, much more cleaner security management. This way, you do not need to uh, navigate to every single folder and create unique security and pretty much micromanage and manage a security for each and every you know subfolder like you did in file shares. In SharePoint, again, we manage security at the site level, and the idea is that if I invite you into my site, you have access to all the content on my site, all the files and folders, Uh, all the other web parts um, I have on my SharePoint site. And this way, uh, it's just, again, a much cleaner security management for me as a site owner or an IT person, all right? If I'm a site owner, uh, all I need to do is just manage security once at the site level. I don't need to worry about uh, uh, setting up unique security for a particular file folder. And if I do need to set up unique security, first of all, I can still do that. I can still set up unique security, um, you know, for uh, files and folders if I want to. Uh, But also the best practice would be to create a totally separate site. So again, if I need to set unique security for a few files or folders here and there, maybe I need to hide a folder from a select group of users I can easily do that still in SharePoint Online. Uh, But also the best practice would be to create a totally separate site. Uh, The rule of thumb is every time you have unique security, uh, we just create a new site because that's where the security is managed. Uh, and again, the idea is that it's a, a much cleaner security management. Uh, we just manage it uh, at the higher level, if you will. And uh, uh, by inviting somebody into the site, we can be rest assured that they only have access uh, to what's on the site. We don't need to worry about uh, those unique permissions um, you know, within the site, within a library, within a folder, et cetera. So that's all I wanted to cover in this particular episode. I will be happy to hear your feedback, your opinion. Drop me a line at greg at sharepointmaven.com and talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review.